yeah, so Genesis 26, uh, sorry, 27, 6 to 29. <clears throat> Rebecca said to her son, Jacob, I heard your father speak to your brother Esau. Bring me game and prepare for me delicious food that I may eat it and bless you before the Lord before I die. Now, therefore, my son, obey my voice as I command you. Go to the flock and bring me two good young goats so that I may prepare from them delicious food for your father, such as he loves. And you shall bring it to your father to eat so that he may bless you before he dies. But Jacob said to Rebekah, his mother, behold, my brother Esau is a hairy man and I'm a smooth man. Perhaps my father will feel me and I shall seem to be mocking him and bring a curse upon myself and not a blessing. His mother said to him, let your curse be on me, my son. Only obey my voice and go, bring them to me. So he went and took them and brought them to his mother. And his mother prepared delicious food such as his father loved. Then Rebekah took the best garments of Esau, her older son, which were with her in the house, and put them on Jacob, her younger son. And the skins of the young goats she put on his hands and on the smooth part of his neck. And she put the delicious food and the bread which she had prepared into the hand of her son, Jacob. So he went in to his father and said, my father. And he said, here I am. Who are you, my son? Jacob said to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. I have done as you told me. Now sit up and eat of my game that your soul may bless me. But Isaac said to his son, how is it that you've found it so quickly, my son? He answered, because the Lord your God granted me success. Then Isaac said to Jacob, please come near that I may feel you, my son, to know whether you are really my son Esau or not. So Jacob went near to Isaac, his father, who felt him and said, the voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. And he did not recognize him because his hands were hairy like his brother Esau's hands. So he blessed him. He said, are you really my son Esau? He answered, I am. Then he said, bring it near to me that I may eat of my son's game and bless you. So he brought it near to him and he ate and he brought him wine and he drank. Then his father Isaac said to him, come near and kiss me, my son. So he came near and kissed him. And Isaac smelled the smell of his garments and blessed him and said, see, the smell of my son is as the smell of a field that the Lord has blessed. May God give you of the dew of heaven and of the fatness of the earth and plenty of grain and wine. Let peoples serve you and nations bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers and may your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you, and blessed be everyone who blesses you. It's good to be back at church, and especially uh, seeing Alex and, and, and Lise uh, leading us in music as well. And also glad to see the Smith family back with us too. Uh, for these two weeks, I'll be talking about the story of uh, 
Jago. Uh, it started in March when I, I promised the church in Malaysia that when I, when I uh, went back or go back there, supposed to be next week, uh, then I'll be uh, helping out the mob because they don't have a pastor to preach for three weeks, three Sundays. And I said, we'll be talking about the story of uh, Jago. Uh, why is that so? It's because uh, a lot of time when we, especially when we go back to Malaysia and attend weddings, uh, the, if it's a Christian, Christian wedding, then the pastors or, or people that will in prayer, they always say, uh, God will bless his family. And, and that is the, the main theme almost in all the uh, Christian uh, weddings. And it's about God's blessing on the families. Uh, however, I always have this feeling that maybe people don't actually understand what it meant uh, to be blessed by God. Uh, do you? Do you really want to be blessed? That's what my, my mind is thinking when, when people are using this word blessing so lightly and, uh, and as if uh, it is uh, something that is comfortable or easy. Uh, in the Bible, we shall see that it's not or that. Uh, that is the case, not the case. Um, I think we equate blessing with uh, happiness or blessedness with happiness. But in the Bible, uh, blessing is a type of happiness, but it's a type of happiness that can only be experienced if you're holy. So it comes with holiness. If there's no holiness, there's no blessedness. And that's why if we may ask God, why are you so busy trying to make us holy? Just make me happy. But God will say, I can't make you happy un until you're holy. Otherwise, the happiness you're, you're going through is not the real, real thing. And we shall see that in, in this uh, story in this coming this, today and, and next week, hopefully. Uh, as I prepare these uh, sermons, I, I just get so, so much out of it. I, it's just so much to talk about. Uh, even in, uh, I, I thought even in three sermons for the, back in Malaysia, if I do go, go back eventually, it wouldn't be enough to, to finish uh, the story. And as you read, even as just you read uh, in, the, in the Bible, you, you read that um, Jacob told, told his mom, uh, my brother is a hairy man and I'm a smooth man. Even, even it, that, it has this uh, very interesting double meaning in it. He's, Definitely, Jacob is a smooth man. <laughs> he's smooth. He's even talking to the mom smoothly. He's trying to get the mom to take the blame, and he couldn't. He doesn't. So he's very smooth in, in that case. Uh, but it's very interesting as you read deeper into it. And it's just so much inside that uh, you, you can we can get out of it and, and see um, God's amazing work in, in people. Shall we pray before we start? Let's pray. Father God, we uh, thank you for this time that we could spend in your word. And we uh, want to hear you speaking to us. And we also want to uh, honor the Lord, uh, Jesus Christ, for he freed us uh, on the cross for us to really enjoy your blessing. Thank you, Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So, um, just now, the story already uh, Alex has shared with us, so most of us would know about this story about uh, Esau and Jacob. 
Uh, one thing I think uh, you may not notice is the fact that when Jacob was holding Esau's heel at birth, it means that he will need to come out of the birth canal with his head and arm together, which is very rare in birth. Usually, you, the baby won't come out. If you do that, uh, you either have a cesarean section or you try to push the hand uh, arm back in uh, before the baby comes out if you feel that the baby, if the midwife or the doctor felt that. Uh, and to, to do that, it means that um, Jacob must be quite smaller, much smaller than Esau, smaller head, at least for him to, to come through uh, physically. Uh, and that also have implication to know why uh, Jacob ended inside the house while Esau was a hunter. And, and that also uh, I mean, explain uh, uh, why Jacob is so keen to inherit this, uh, the blessing. You, you can imagine, imagine that for Jacob to be secure in future, it's very hard. He, he learned to cope with the mom, but at that day and age, cooking skill to, for a man is really not much of a use. You, you, you need to be outdoor, you need to be able to hunt or plant or, or, or be a shepherd or some sort. Uh, for Jacob, it is quite hopeless isn't it? in terms of for his future. And, and that's how we can feel for him in terms of why he wanted that blessing so desperately. And how did they know about this blessing? It's just because uh, the blessing was initially given to Abraham, their grandfather. Abraham was still alive during their birth uh, for 15, until they are 15 years old, then Abraham died. So they would have heard from Abraham and also their father Isaac about God's blessing and prom promise to this special family that uh, is, God said that they will be made into a great nation, nation and through them all the families of the earth shall be blessed. There's the, the summary of the, the blessing. And this blessing is being passed from generation to generation. Uh, just one person though, just one person in, in each generation inherit this blessing. And that person, will, uh, as they look at Abraham and Isaac, will become rich and, and strong. And, and that's why Jacob wanted that blessing. You, you notice that God says that all the families of the earth shall be blessed. It's quite interesting to, to see that God didn't use all the nations of the earth will be blessed, all the people, or all the languages, but he said all the families. Why all the families? It's, we can see even in this family now, looking at Isaac, Rebecca, Esau, and Jacob as a family, we can see why this family needs, really needs that blessing and why we, we do as well. So in, in Genesis, uh, so uh, sorry, uh, Jacob had two, two obstacles for him to inherit the blessing. The first one is the fact that he, he wasn't the firstborn and the inheritance usually given to the firstborn first. Uh, the rest would get a bit of it, but majority will be given to the firstborn. And the second is the fact that his father loved Esau more than loving him or more than him. Genesis 25, 28 says that Isaac loved Esau because he ate of his game, but Rebekah loved Jacob. Esau could be dis disappointed in Jacob because he had wished that Jacob would go out hunting like a man. Instead, Jacob learned to cook like a woman. We don't know why, but uh, we don't know why Isaac had that feeling, but 
there's a possibility. However, we can we see that Jacob is a very smart man. He was able to even make use of his uh, cooking skill to get what he wanted. So as we saw just now, he exchanged uh, Esau's birthright uh, with his stew. So he 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 somehow got his uh, first obstacle or first problem settled. At least apparently, Isaac said, "Well, you can have my birthright." Whether whether Isaac meant it, we don't know. I mean, when when you're hungry, you can you will say anything, and that's how 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 it works. And uh, and this today's story, we come to the how the point where Jacob trying to solve his second problem that the fa the father would not give give him the blessing because the father just would not like him to start with. Okay. So uh, at this point of the story, we. We come to the part when we think about partiality. Isn't it? When we look at uh, the fact that Isaac loved Esau, Rebecca loved Jacob, and this is partiality. Uh, we we are all we, we all have this problem. We are all partial people, in the sense that we, none of us is complete unless we're in Christ. But we are partial in the sense that because we we all have needs unmet unmet needs, so we would tend to favor people who give us. Or satisfy our needs, or give us more joy. So that is very natural for us to do. However, as parents, uh, one of the things that parents should learn is to love their children because they are their children, not because of how their their children perform or how their parent children meet their needs. If the parents love their children in a partial way, then the children in turn will learn to love their parents in a partial way as well. In times to come, and we can see that the partiality in the family does a, does a lot of damage to the child, both who, the child who is partial, uh, who is favored, and the child who is who who uh, who are not favored. So the child who is favored would usually become very proud and uh, or careless because the parents would do everything for him or her, while the the children or child that are not favored would become usually quite depressed or self-pity and or resentful, all these things. And if each parent favor different children or different child, then obviously the relationship between the parents will be damaged as well. So that is the type of family that is in we are reading now. And it's the type of families that we all live or grew up in, and 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 so it's very relevant for God to say that through Abraham's offspring, all families of the earth would be blessed. Okay. So we know that it's only natural for Isaac wanting to pass the blessing to the firstborn, regardless of uh, who who he he loves. However. Before the birth of the twins, God already told them that the older shall serve the younger. So that is when Rebecca had the twins fighting inside, he, she was in much trouble, and God told them about this already. But Isaac, like the rest of the family, did not take God's word seriously. You know, almost none of them took God's word seriously, except maybe Esau, surprisingly. You thought that Esau was a a, a, a rough or a careless man, in in the sense that Esau, if Esau really understood what God 
man, he would say, oh, you want to be the firstborn? First Go ahead, I, I'd rather be the younger one. Because God said that the younger, the, the oldest to serve the younger. So why, why on earth did Jacob want to be the older? If, if God already said that the older shall serve the younger. Uh, and, but that is, that's us, I suppose. We, we never, we don't listen. We don't listen to God and they, they none, if they did, then the, all these things would not, all the troubles would not have happened. But then in here, we need to consider one question is that, is God showing partiality in choosing the younger to be served by the older? even before they were born, even before they, they show any, whether they're good or bad, nothing, before they were born, God already said that. Is that a partiality? Uh, I, we will consider this in the next sermon, which is on God of the blessing. Uh, at first I titled the sermon, The God of Blessing. I think it's God of the blessing because in the next sermon, Jacob still hasn't understand God yet. It's only in the third or fourth sermon or that he comes to the stage when he really understood God a bit more. All right, we return to the passage we read today. So, so in the story, Rebecca heard that Isaac was going to pass the blessing to Esau. And so she told Jacob to uh, disguise himself as Esau so that he could get the blessing ahead of Esau. Well, Jacob being a smart man, he was a bit reluctant. He knew that it's a big risk. Uh, if he did nothing, at least he could stay on. Maybe the brother would look after him. But if he tried to get the blessing and fell, he could be cast out of the family. He could lose everything. Uh, and so he, he thought about it. But then his mom re reassured him that it's all right. I, I will take the blame, whatever happens. Well. You will know that as Jacob, there's too good a chance uh, not, to, not to take up. And, and that's why he, he went with the plan. And Rebecca prepared three things for him. That is a delicious food such as Isaac love, uh, Esau's garment with Esau's smell, and the skin of the young goat, which she killed for the food. So Isaac was old. He had blurred vision. His eyes were most likely affected by cataracts. He thought he heard Jacob's voice, but he tasted Esau's food, food, and he felt Esau's hairy hands and smell Esau's smell. So after Isaac ate and drank, he blessed Jacob. As we read from verse 27 to 29, so Jacob came near and kissed him, and Isaac smelled the smell of his garments and blessed him and said, See, the smell of my son is as the smell of a field that the Lord has blessed. May God give you all the dew of heaven and of the fatness of the earth and plenty of grain and wine. Let peoples serve you and nations bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers and may your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who cursed you and blessed be everyone who blesses you. So there are three things Isaac mentioned, I mean, there are many things actually. There are three things in particular I would like to mention in these uh, three verses. One is fragrance, uh, the smell. Two is security, to do with the harvest. Number three is significance, to do with honor. So there's fragrance, 
uh, from young, we, we learn to distinguish what frequency like, okay? what, what's, what frequencies and what stages. Different, of, different people may have different, but at least for each of us, there are smells that we like and smells that we don't like. And we associate frequency with love, cleanliness, purity, acceptance, warmth, okay? and stench with danger or decay, filth, something that we just want to avoid. And we all use, or we, not all, most of us can use perfume to promote our acceptance by others, um, which is a very profitable uh, business uh, in the world. So, so the frequency is very important in here. And Isaac blessed Jacob because he smelled the fragrance of food and Esau's garment. And, and so while Esau not knowing it or given, given this, uh, his birthright to Jacob, now in practice, Jacob really taken, taken up this uh, Esau's uh, identity uh, to get the father's acceptance and the blessing. And inside the blessing there, he mentions about security it's, as he said, as Isaac said, may God give you of the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and plenty of grain and wine. The fact that Isaac emphasized this in the blessing tells us that it is not natural to have good harvest from our labors. As a, a consequence of a man's rebellion against God, the ground became infertile. In Genesis chapter 3, verses 17 to 19, we read, And to Adam he said, because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Curse is the ground because of you. In pain you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth to you. And you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Since, since then, we, we all know life is difficult. We invest our life, in our, we invest our life or our time for a secure future. We spend time and energy in education, occupation, or next generation. And many a time we do not get much fruit from our labor. Jacob spent his time learning how to cope. There was no restaurant then, and so Jacob's skill was not going to be of much use for him to provide for himself and for his own family. So he, desperate, he desperately needed this blessing of God for his own survival in years to come. Uh, in the story, did Jacob become secure at the end? In a way, he, he, he did, but only through much hardship. He didn't get it quite very easily. And then there's seven years of famine, and he, he lost a lot of things. It's only through his son Joseph that he really got security in, provided him in Egypt that was uh, before he, he, he died. Okay. So the, the next one in, in the blessing is about significance. As uh, Isaac said, let people serve you and nations bow down to you. Be lord over your brothers and may your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you and blessed be everyone who blesses you. So there are two things that Jacob would, would need 
I think most of all of us will need their security and significance. So the, the blessing of uh, this, uh, the promise that the significant him being honored by everyone. Jacob wished that his father would approve him. He wished that Isaac would tell him, well done, my son. Uh, I think that's what he, he was longing for. He, he also wished that his brother Esau would take him seriously and, and, res and respect him. So he wanted to prove himself to be worthy of honor. But how, what, what could he do? Um, he's, he's, he hasn't spent much time outdoor. He didn't know uh, how to do outdoor work. And he, learning how to cope would bring Jacob more dishonor than honor at that time. Because people would know, oh, you know how to cope. It's a woman's job. Why, why is the honor? And so for Jacob, not only security, he needs significance. He needs respect. But did he get it at the end? In a way, he, he, he's also in a way he did. But as we read the story, even his own family, his own children, didn't re respect him much uh, until Joseph, his son, uh, became the uh, prime minister of Egypt and then uh, took him to Egypt. And Jacob met with the Egyptian pharaoh and blessed this king of Egypt. Imagine I mean, being able to bless the most powerful man in the world at that time. So it is quite a significant thing that he did in life. So while those promises of blessing didn't actually come true as uh, uh, Jacob thought it would be, but in some way, it, he did get some of it fulfilled in his life, but a, a lot of it needed to be fulfilled much later, not during his lifetime. So when Esau knew about this uh, Jacob's deception, he became very angry and he wanted to uh, kill Jacob. But at least Esau respected the father. So he said, I won't kill Jacob until our father uh, Isaac died. And when Rebecca knew about this plan, Rebecca devised another plan. Uh, uh, to, so he, he requested, she requested Isaac to send Jacob to their home country to get a wife. The home country means that both Isaac and Rebecca came from that area. Abraham came first from the area. And then Abraham's servant went back there to get Rebecca. And, and so Isaac and Rebecca got married. And now Rebecca uh, asked uh, Isaac to send Jacob back. To, Har to Haram, where they came from, and to, to their uncle's place. And well, I said, agree. And, and so uh, Jacob left, left in a hurry, I suppose. We will continue the story next week. Uh, but Jacob did not know that he would become stuck in his uncle's place for 20 years after he left. And during these 20 years, Jacob went through a lot of suffering. We'll read that if you've got a chance in the future. He actually talked about his suffering uh, at the end uh, when his uncle was chasing after him. Uh, meanwhile, over those 20 years, Esau became quite a strong and wealthy family, a wealthy clan. Uh, so it's quite paradoxical in a sense that the, the blessing that Esau didn't get for Esau to develop into a very 
a powerful family, strong family, while Jacob uh, was suffering. And also Rebecca, I suppose she suffered as well because she never, she never saw Jacob again since then. I couldn't imagine how hard it would be for, I mean, to, for them to be apart and then Rebecca die and Jacob didn't even know that his mom died, I suppose, over those 20 years until we went back home. Uh, so this is the, the blessing that Jacob thought he would get, uh, but not knowing that, he, he was ready the blessing, we'll, we'll, we'll go through that. But before we do that, we think about this uh, story of uh, the, what, the uh, issue of communication. So we talk about partiality in the family, and communication in the family is also a very difficult thing. We can ask, why, why didn't Isaac call a family conference to talk about the problem created by, by Jacob's deception? Why didn't Jacob just apologize to Isaac and Esau and settle the things into running away? And why didn't Isaac resolve the issue with Rebecca um, and talk about their differences in terms of their treatment with the children? If Jacob would explain he just wanted respect from the father and the brother, and he just wanted some security for the future, maybe he wouldn't need to run away. Uh, but this is, this is life, isn't it? There are many a time we just could not explain ourselves for whatever reasons. Sometimes we don't even know why we do something. But many a times I think we fear that when we talk about deep inside, other people would either look down on us or, or ignore us. We don't want to be rejected. Um, or sometimes we fear that we might escalate, escalate the problem, make it worse as we try to explain. It, all of us have, I think, problem with uh, explaining ourselves. It's, uh, not, it's not only a man's problem, I think women as well, even though we can say that women talk a lot, but uh, many a time you still don't talk what is deep inside, you talk what is superficial, and that is how it is. In, and especially in the family when we cannot communicate well, and most family are like this, including my own family, there's a lot of uh, restlessness, restlessness, a lot of uh, trouble uh, inside our hearts. And that is, we can hope that we can sort of feel this for Isaac and Rebecca and Jacob. I'm most about Esau because Esau is quite a rough man. He may not think much, but uh, all these things make up of this family and maybe our families as, as well. Uh, so because of this fighting uh, for this blessing, Jacob needed to run away and the family sort of broke apart. So what kind of blessing is, it, is this? What sort of blessing uh, did Jacob get? So the blessing of God is much greater than Isaac and Jacob could imagine. And we'll see next week that God wanted to bless all the families of the earth, not just Isaac's family and Jacob's family. So Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, uh, they were, and their descendants were just the pieces of jigsaw puzzle God was putting together to, 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 so that this blessing may come true. So that's one, in, in one way of seeing it. 
but God was not using, just using Jacob as a tool. He said, oh, I'll just use, regardless of your experience, you just fulfill my plan. But God is not this sort of God. And it's, it's wonderful to see how God actually, actually was blessing Jacob as he went through all the troubles. As he unknowing, unknowing, unknowingly fulfilling God's plan to bring about this great blessing, God was at the same time blessing Jacob, even though Jacob didn't think, of, didn't think that at that time. But through the sufferings, Jacob became a very skillful shepherd. He never imagined that he would become one. He wanted to, he, he, he wished that he would. He got there not because, not because it's easy, but because somehow God led him through that way and he became one. And he matured into someone who, who knew God. He learned to fear God and trust God. And, and that made the, a big difference in, in his life. Do you see Isaac, Rebecca, Esau, and Jacob in yourself? I do. I think in different times I can see one or the other playing in my life. But today I just want to talk only about uh, Jacob, the second born who was desperately trying to get the blessing from his father. Let me read to you a message from a woman named June, who is the daughter of my high school friend. This is what she wrote to me two weeks ago. I felt I was neglected. I always owe a chief to get attention, but I always did not feel I get enough attention from my mom. And I think she always treats others better than she treats me. You notice so many always in, in, the, in the sentences? That's how she felt. And that's one, what we feel when we talk about how other people treat us. We use the word always, even though it's not usually true. Uh, but this interesting uh, encounter with, with her, um, Lei and I knew this family well. We, every time we went back to Malaysia, my friend and her husband would uh, take us out for, for meals and we talk and talk, we can talk for hours for many things. Uh, but they're not, they not Christians. Uh, and June is a devout atheist even. Uh, two years ago, June gave birth to, the, to her first daughter. Uh, daughter. Um, and then she got a very bad uh, postnatal depression. And I think the breakout relationship between her and the mom surfaced then. Uh, I didn't know about this breakout. I just knew there was some problem because my friend had been asking me to talk to her daughter. They, they live in different towns, so they don't live in the same town. So she asked me to communicate with the daughter. I sensed that there's some problem, but she couldn't tell me what the problem was uh, until two weeks ago when the daughter wrote this. Then I, I realized uh, that there's such a, a deep problem with, between them. Uh, on the surface, in the family, as a younger, I, we couldn't see anything unusual. They're just like a normal family. I couldn't see any. And my friend is very, uh, even though she's not a Christian, but she's uh, quite a, a good in terms of person. I, I, do, I just couldn't imagine that she would uh, do that to her daughter. Uh, but there's something that they couldn't communicate inside the family. Um, and how do, we, how do we solve this problem? How do I solve June's problem with her mom? Um, how do we solve the problem with 
for Jacob and the family. When we think deeper about it, it's difficult, difficult to solve until, until we have God as our reference and our, as our guide. Um, yeah, for June it's very, very difficult uh, in terms of trying to help her. Uh, she absolutely would not want to believe in God, and she uh, said that there's not, there's not there's no right or wrong. Everybody uh, is can have their own opinions of things. Um, things happen whether it's convenient, whether it's efficient, whether it uh, it suits the purpose of the society. But it's not right or wrong. It's just uh, it's, there's no such standard. Um, when a person thought like this, it's very hard to help with, without even that concept of right or wrong in, in terms of um, if there's no right or wrong, how, how do you then say that your mom was wrong in, in, in the way she treated you? Uh, which I, I wouldn't challenge her on that because I don't think she would be able to, to withstand that sort of challenge. But she, you see her, her daughter is uh, more than two years old now, within two to three. I, I can only tell her that I wish that you would tell your daughter there's something right or wrong as time to come. I just couldn't imagine how you can bring out a child without saying that there's something that's right or wrong. How do you bring out a child without that even? Uh, but that's how uh, people think in, in this day and age. Um, so even without right or wrong, before you can come to God, without God, then a lot of problem is difficult to be resolved. Uh, is, and so they, this family is stuck in this cycle of uh, uh, disharmony. And on the surface, they might pretend that everything is all right, but deep inside, people are hurting and, and not, not knowing how to, how to resolve the problem. So how are all the families on earth going to be blessed through Abraham? He comes from Abraham's descendant, Jesus Christ. After men rebel against God, our hearts have become filthy. What we think, what we do, have become a stench to God. Like Jacob, we may feel lucky if we manage to deceive someone for our own gain, not knowing that we are becoming more and more rotten inside. For God to accept us, he needs to first change our stench into a fragrance. To God, there's only one person who has fragrance. That is Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Jesus obeyed God joyfully, even unto death on the cross. On the cross, Jesus offered himself a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Ephesians 5.2 And walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. We do not need to steal the fragrance of Jesus to get God's blessing. Jesus offers himself for anyone who wants God's blessing. In Christ, we no longer have the need to compete for security and significance with other people because God has given us this significance and security because he loved us so much that Christ would die for us. Isn't that significant enough? And if, if Christ died for us, he will keep us. There is security for us. And if we have that, then God can start blessing us by changing our characters. God, can, God does this by bringing us through all sorts of sufferings. 
Romans 5, 1, 5, 1 to 5. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. The blessing of God does not usually come with comfort. In fact, it usually comes through suffering, but it always comes with peace. When we know that our sins, past, present, and future have been forgiven, and when we know that God is in control of everything, there will be peace in our hearts. As God blesses us, we could start to love other people and we could admit our wrong to one another because it doesn't matter anymore. Uh, my significance is in Christ, not in my performance. When children do not need to scheme to get parents' attention, when parents could talk with each other honestly and kindly, and when unrelated people can serve one another like a family, we know that the blessing of the blessing that God promised Abraham has come, uh, has especially come to us. Let us pray. Father God, we acknowledge that we live in a messy world, a world that has fallen short of your glory and that uh, even though on the surface we might look happy, but deep inside us we are uncertain and we have deep needs that is not met, like Jacob. Oh, Father, we are so thankful for the Lord Jesus' imitation for those who are tired, who are heavy laden to come to him and he will give us rest. Thank you, Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.